Welcome to Emily Rose Meditations. I'm your host, Emily, and today we'll be engaging Julian of Norwich to help us contemplate mercy and anger. This is the 48th chapter of Julian of Norwich's long text entitled Revelations of Divine Love. Take a deep breath and wherever you are, let your shoulders relax, let your attention settle. And I invite you to open your heart to these words. But our good Lord, the Holy Ghost, who is eternal life dwelling in our souls, keeps us safe and brings peace to our souls, giving them comfort through grace and harmony with God and making them pliant. And this is his mercy and the direction in which he always leads us for as long as we are here in this changeable life. For the only anger I saw was man's, and he forgives us for that. For anger is nothing but contrariness and antagonism to peace and love. And it comes from lack of strength or from lack of wisdom or from lack of goodness And it is not God who lacks these things, but we who lack them. For through sin and vileness, we have in us a vile and continual antagonism to peace and love. And he showed this again and again in his affectionate expression of pity and compassion. For the source of mercy is love. And the action of mercy is to hold us safely in love. And this was shown in such a way that, at least as it appeared to me, I could not discern where mercy was to be found if it were not in love alone. Mercy works through tenderness and grace blended with abundant pity. For by the work of mercy, we are held safe And by the work of mercy, everything is turned to good for us. Through love, mercy allows us to fail to some extent. And insofar as we fail, so far we fall. And insofar as we fall, so far we die. For we must really die insofar as we fail to see and feel God who is our life. Our failing is full of fear and our falling of shame and our dying of sorrow. But through all this, the sweet eye of pity and love never leaves us, nor does mercy cease to work. For I saw the property of mercy and I saw the property of grace, which have two ways of working in one love. Mercy is a pitiful property, which belongs to motherhood in tender love. And grace is an honorable property, which belongs to royal lordship in the same love. Mercy works, protecting, tolerating, reviving, and healing, and all through the tenderness of love. And grace works, raising, rewarding, and going infinitely beyond what our love and our effort deserve, spreading far and wide, and showing the great and abundant generosity of God's royal lordship through his marvelous courtesy. And this comes from the abundance of love, 
For through the working of grace, our fearful failing is transformed into abundant, eternal comfort. And through the working of grace, our shameful falling is transformed into high, noble rising. And through the working of grace, our sorrowful dying is transformed into holy, blessed life. For I saw quite certainly that just as our contrariness brings us pain, shame and sorrow here on earth, so on the contrary, grace brings us comfort, honor, and bliss in heaven. And so far beyond measure that when we come up and receive the sweet reward which grace has prepared for us, then we shall thank and bless our Lord, rejoicing eternally that we ever suffered grief. And that shall be because of a property of blessed love, which we shall recognize in God, which we might never have known without first suffering grief. And when I saw all this, I had to admit that the effect of God's mercy and forgiveness is to lessen and wear away our anger. What a curious relationship to draw between mercy and anger. I wonder, is there something that you're angry or feeling ragey about? What might it look like to try injecting some mercy into that situation instead? I wonder if mercy could be a kind of not taking so seriously, a way to lighten the load of the trials we may face. I wonder if mercy and grace could be fun. Thank you for joining me today. The peace of Christ be with you.